Joining us is our resident economist from the Pyle Group, Scotia Wealth Management. We say hello to Andrew Pyle. Andrew, good to talk to you this morning. Good morning, John and Bill. Uh, Ida, Hurricane Ida, uh, b- devastating the state of Louisiana. The true scale of the damage, of course, we're not going to know until uh, you know things start to coming to light this morning. But uh, people already wondering what's it going to do to the e- economy overall, because um, a lot is tied into uh, those areas in terms of energy, uh, energy and, and, and those kind of Shipping, things. Shipping, chemical, yep. yep. Yeah, so it's a big deal. And, and obviously, you know, we, we always focus on the, you know, mainly the petroleum uh, part of things when we see hurricane activity in that part, because we have a lot of oil operations uh, in the Gulf off the coast, and we have a lot of refinery operations. So this time around, we we're actually seeing this morning actually a little bit of a dip in the price of crude oil, basically because a lot of the rigs uh, actually were able to get out of the way. Uh, so that was a positive from an oil point of view. Mm. Refinery is a slightly different situation because the refineries are onshore. There's no place to hide. Uh, and the refineries have been impacted. To your point, John, we won't know the full impact of damage uh, for a little bit. But this morning, we're seeing kind of this divergence where oil prices are dipping a little bit lower, um, but we're actually seeing gasoline futures moving higher. So it is having uh, an impact on gasoline. Uh, and to some extent, we will see that probably reflected in the pumps uh, up here. Any indication on how big of an effect it's going to have? I think, it, you know, when people, you know, and it's really hard to compare, right? People will compare this to Katrina, which took place, you know, quite a while ago. And I think the experts are saying that the economic impact will not be as great uh, as Katrina. But that doesn't mean it's not going to have a negative impact on economic activity overall. And, of course, this is also taking place uh, in a part of the United States where we're also dealing with, you know, a spreading Delta variant and its impact uh, on the economy in terms of slowing things up. So I think you have those two effects. Again, we won't know the full, you know, the full impact for a while. Um, but suffice to say, things are going to be, you know, a little cooler in terms of economic activity in the United States for a bit. Something else that's going to impact on on the economy and how things are going. Uh, there was a big meeting on Friday uh, regarding the central banks. Exactly. So the Jackson Hole meetings in the states are, are watched every year this time for clues as to what is going to happen with respect to monetary policy. You know, what is the Federal Reserve planning to do with interest rates? Uh, It's a big, big deal. For the second time in a row, this was a virtual event. Uh, It's usually a physical gathering at Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And, you know, again, the focus has been on, is the U.S. Central Bank going to start to kind of pull back the, the levers in terms of the stimulus it's been providing whether that means reducing the amount of bonds it's purchasing, purchasing every month or actually raising rates. And quite surprisingly, I think a lot of people were anticipating that the Fed or, or Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Fed, was going to indicate some leaning towards maybe reducing those bond purchases before the end of the year. Really didn't get that big of a sense from that. Uh, you know, you'll hear people talk about whether the guy was dovish or hawkish. He was really dovish. Uh, so, Markets are you know, reasonably happy this morning. There was really no shock that came out of the Friday meetings. Well, that's always good news, isn't mm-hmm. it, sometimes? <laughs> well, I think, you know, for, for most investors out there, John and Mel, um, given that we're dealing with the uncertainty of the Delta variant, we're not quite sure what's going to happen between now and year mm-hmm. end. Um, 
for a lot of people, it's like, you know what, we'd rather there not be any changes in monetary policy or fiscal policy. Let's just get through this, leave the accommodation in. You will find people that will debate that and say, no, 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 we're risking inflation and everything else. But clearly on Friday, uh, Jerome Powell felt that this was not the time to really start upsetting the apple cart. Uh, and don't forget also on Friday, we knew this hurricane was going to hit the states. Um, and no one's really talking about that this morning, but I mean, you're, you're making comments knowing full well there could be some negative impact from this hurricane, which there will be. Mm. Um, so I think basically this morning we're looking at markets really just steady, and, uh, and this Friday we're going to get the big jobs report out of the United States for the month of August. That's going to be the big focus before we, we all take off for our Labor Day weekend. Andrew, I know you cover these topics and more uh, in great detail on your website, and you even do webinars. Yeah, we do. So our next webinar will be sometime in September. If they go to our website, pilegroup.ca, John, they can find our contact info and also links to a lot of the research we put out, uh, including a newsletter we did on Jackson Hole this past Friday. Andrew Pyle is the Senior Wealth Advisor, Portfolio Manager for the Pyle Group, Scotia Wealth Management, and thank you for joining us here and Talk to the Town. My pleasure, John and Mel. You guys have a fantastic week this week.